Hey, what's up everybody? It's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Pack and today we're going to be talking all about setting yourself up for success in everything that you do and so we are going to dive deep into that and we're going to be chatting a lot about it. That's kind of a phrase that I coined about 10 years ago and I've been using it a lot since then. Actually, I started using it for CDL testing and now I use it a lot for business and life and DOT and everything else. So, we're going to dive deep into how to set yourself up for success. Cue up the theme song. We'll be right back. The big question is this. How are leaders like us, who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Awesome! So glad you guys are still here. Today we're going to be diving really deep into setting yourself up for success and kind of what that means and how to do it. And so there is a million ways to set yourself up for success, but I think that there's a few key things that you need to know in order to truly get there and to be really good at setting yourself up for success. First off, you gotta define what success is. So what does success look like to you for that particular project or for that um, time? Because if you don't know what success looks like, then it's gonna be really, really hard to set yourself up to win or to be successful. So the first thing you gotta do is define what success is. And the way you do that is you go through and you say, okay, what would I deem this to be a successful day? What would I deem would make this successful? If I'm going to go do a, a presentation somewhere, what would make it successful if I do this presentation there, right? So that's the first thing that we look at. The second thing that we're looking at after figuring out like how how would what would make it successful is what are the key factors in that? And so we've got to dive a little bit deeper into that, not just what would make it successful 100%, but like, if I'm going to do a presentation, what success is what? How many people listen to the podcast? Success is how well I stick with recording it. Success might be how many downloads you get or how much advertising you sell or how much uh, you get out of recording it or how much new, how many new leads come in because of the way that you've done it, right? Or what you're doing. So you have to figure out how you're going to measure success. What is success? And then how do you measure it? Right? Those are the two things you need to figure out before you can actually set yourself up for success. Right, So if I'm in a business and I want to say that I'm going to have a successful year this year, I can't just say that I'm going to make more money because if I make a dollar more in my business, I've made more money. I'm not successful anymore than I was last year really, but I met my goal and I am successful theoretically by definition because I made more money than I did last year. Right, That's not what you're after. You're after a true definition of what it is. You want to be a little bit specific with your definition for success as well. So your definition for success is I might I want to 1.5x my income from last year to this year. That would be a good definition of success if you're talking about income. If it's about customers, I want to touch 1.5x or 2x or 20x or 10x or whatever x more customers than what I touched last year. So if I touch 200 and I want to 2x that, I need to touch 400 customers, right? So does, does that kind of make sense as being able to outline that? It just doesn't have to be about money. It could also be with different ways because success isn't just money, right? Like 
don't get caught up in success is just money. It's just like wealth isn't rich. Rich and wealthy are two completely different things. So anyways, I, I digress and I move on into like how to set yourself up for success. The other thing that I really look at before I can set myself up for success is the metrics of how I'm going to measure it uh, as I move along. So not just the end success point, but the metrics as I move forward, What's what that looks like for me. And because the end result may not be as successful as I want it to be, but the results before that might be even more successful, you know, on a quarterly basis. So I might have like my overall results of success aren't quite where I want them to be, but Q1 and Q2 were ultra successful. And that means that I can go back and I can look at what I did in Q1 and Q2 compared to Q3 and Q4 and see what the differences are and then model those to move forward to be more successful the following year. So when we set ourselves up for success, we're actually tracking our progress toward that success as well because there's going to be times when we're tracking it that we're we're not 100% sure where some of the numbers come from or if we're on track to get there. And then when we look at the overall in picture, we're going to be able to see it. But you've got to track it day by day, week by week, month by month, however you want to track it and, and get there. Tony Robbins said something one time, and I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. It was a great, great thing to say. He a uh, great thing to hear for me. He said, he said, if you only measure finances every year, bad years turn into bad decades. He said, if you only measure finances every month, you no longer have bad years, but you have bad months. So if you measure your finances every week, you no longer have bad months, you have bad weeks. And if you only measure your finances down to the day, you no longer have bad weeks, you have bad days. And if you measure it by the hour, you no longer have bad days, you have bad hours. And I think success is a lot the same way. When we break it down like that, whenever we start measuring our success, if we only measure the big picture success and we don't get to where we think we want to go, we may not see ourselves as successful, right? We may not actually get there because we only measure the end result. If I say I want to grow a $100 million company, then guess what? I need to come up with a $100 million idea to get a $100 million company. And if I never get there, or if it takes me 20 years to get there instead of five years to get to a $100 million company, then I might not see myself as successful. But if I break that down and I measure it daily or weekly or monthly even, God forbid, it's not gonna, it's, I'm going to know if I'm on track to meet that success and what I need to do in order to get there. So when you set yourself up for success, you're actually building yourself a plan to move forward. You're building yourself an, an idea, an option, a way to kind of get yourself on the right track. And that's one of the big things that I've really noticed is, is that you really, really want to be able to move forward with and, and be successful in what you're doing. Because if you're not ultra successful, if you don't set yourself up to be successful, if you don't give yourself those minor benchmarks, if you don't grow in ways that you uh, might not think 100% possible, if you don't set yourself up in ways to truly be successful and know what that success looks like to you and give yourself those minor benchmarks along the way, it's going to be really hard to get that ultimate achievement that you're after. Now, a few of the other things that I think about when I think about setting myself up for success is like preparedness. Am I prepared for the journey, right? And and I go back to like flying my plane. If I'm going to have a successful flight, I need to know the weather, 
right? I need to know if I can take off. I need to know what the weather is going to be like in the sky, number one. Number two, I need to make sure I've got the plane up to date for maintenance to make sure I'm not going to have any problems with engines or oil or anything like that, right? And so that's a big deal. Number three, I need to make sure I got enough fuel for the trip, all right? If it's going to be a four-hour flight, I need to make sure that I got enough fuel to go four hours, okay? There's a lot of things that I've got to keep track of in order to make sure that I'm going to be there, and I've got to set myself up on each one of those. And so what I like to do is I like to break it down into micro pieces, right? And so to make sure that the plane's in good operating condition, I'm going to do an inspection before I leave, right? And I'm going to check the oil levels, and I'm going to check and make sure that the maintenance is up to par, and we're good to go on that. I'm going to check the fuel levels, right? So each of those is a micro inspection as we move forward with it. And so just giving yourself some some of those beginning pretenses for what to expect and what to do and setting yourself up that way and knowing what to do to get there is huge, right? The other thing that I look for when I set myself up for success is finding the right guides or mentors to follow. Now, I can go out on my own, and if I want to hike Mount Everest, I can probably go start hiking up at any time today. And uh, it's probably not the right time of year to do it right now, no matter when you're listening to this, if you don't have a guide, right? And how far am I going to make it before I die? Uh, I might make it a little ways. I might make it one or two days into a five-day journey before I die, or before I decide to turn around. I may never get to the top. But if I have a guide who's already been to the top 100 times, and he's going to help guide me to get up there, he's going to say, hey, you're going to need these materials to get there. And you're going to need this. And you're going to need that. And it's and this is how you prepare for it. You're going to start doing this to get prepared. I want you to start you know, holding your breath. I want you to start laying down in your deep freeze for 20 minutes at a time and hoping you don't die in that 20 minutes. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. That's not what I'm saying to do. I'm not giving you advice on how to prepare to climb Mount Everest. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm just being comical. I have no experience on how to climb a mountain like Mount Everest. So do not take these as a way to climb Mount Everest, okay? And... Uh, <laughs> Yes. Disclaimer, legal disclaimer, I'm not an expert on climbing Mount Everest. Do not take any of this advice. Never lock yourself in a freezer, blah, blah, blah. All the good stuff, okay? My, my point is, is he's going to tell me how to do it, though. He's going to give me guidance on what to do and how to do it and how to make it happen and how to be good at it. That way, when I'm ready to get up there and do it, it's, it's going to be easy. It's going to come easy to me, okay? So that's that's like one of the big things is to find a guide who can guide you to get you there. And don't find a guy who's never done it before, right? It, if if you're trying to get to seven figures in a year, don't find a guy who's only made five figures a year. Don't find somebody who's never had a six-figure day or even a five-figure day. They have four-figure days, right? 9000 bucks a day and they're stoked. No, if you want to get to where you're having six-figure days, you have to get a coach or a guide who's had six-figure days. And lots of them, not just one or two of them. Because they can guide you on how to have that same stuff. And so finding the right guide is a great way to set yourself up for success. And, um, you know, the last thing I've got on how to set yourself up for success is, is be careful about who you surround yourself with. Because if you surround yourself with five negative people, you're going to become the sixth negative person, right? And you've heard this from me time and time before, and you'll hear it time and time again. But who you surround yourself with makes all the difference in the world. If you surround yourself with five millionaires, you'll become the sixth millionaire. If you surround yourself with five drug addicts, you're going to become the sixth drug addict. If you're around people that all they do is drink whiskey and smoke cigarettes all day, you're going to be drinking whiskey and smoking cigarettes and not be motivated. If you surround yourself with five business owners who love growth and love opportunity and want to excel at everything that they do and can't wait to get past those next stages and to move forward, then you're going to be that same way. You're going to be a person who excels past everybody else in your industry because you're taking the steps 
required to get you through to that next step. Okay, so make sure you surround yourself with the right people. And and just to go back and, and do a quick recap on setting yourself up for success, you've got to know what success is. You got to define it. Number one. Number two, you need to you know kind of make some plans as to how you're going to get there. And don't start with just the big pie. If you want to make a hundred million dollars. You can't start with $100 million as your goal. you got to set micro goals and micro steps in order to get there to that success, right? Your first step to making $100 million is to have a $100 day, then a $1,000 day, then a $5,000 day, then a $10,000 day, then a $20,000 day, then a $50,000 day, then a $80,000 day, then a $100,000 day, then a $250,000 day, then a $500,000 day. I think you get the point, right? Like, you got to work your way up in order to get there because if you want to make a hundred million dollars, you got to have five hundred thousand dollar days. Like average, that's what your day has to be is five hundred thousand dollars a day to make a hundred million dollars. Okay, and that's doable. That's a hundred percent attainable when you break it into those figures. Once you figure out how to do it, but it's not attainable if you're only used to making five hundred dollars or a hundred dollars or fifty dollars a day, right? And if you're used to having $5,000 days, $500,000 days to make that jump is going to take a lot of work and a lot of effort. So you've got to, you've got to, you know, break it down into small steps. Don't start with looking at, I got to make $500,000. Crap, I don't make $500,000 a year, right? I won't make that my lifetime. Whatever you're thinking, you've got to do that, right? And you got to get your mind in the right spot. That's the other part that's, that I haven't brought up yet is, you know, setting yourself mentally up for success. Which is what all this goes into is taking these small bites instead of these huge giant bites. So after you, you know, have set yourself up by by giving yourself small attainable goals to get through to get to your big goal in the end, then the next step is to find a guide. Find somebody that can guide you. Somebody who's already been there. You're not gonna climb Mount Everest if you've never climbed it before. Right? You might be able to, but it's gonna be a stroke of luck and you're gonna learn a lot and you're gonna fail a lot on the way. And so if you can find somebody who can guide you and give you the give you the wisdom to help you get there. It, it would be very beneficial for you to do that. And so just kind of looking at some of that stuff, that way you you know how to get there and know what it takes and know what it's going to take to get there. And then, uh, you know, the last part is, is, is just to be willing to put in the work to get there, to set yourself up for success. If you, if you're not mentally established for that, if you don't, if you think you're going to fail, you're going to fail. If you're not willing to go, if, you know, one of the best things that I've ever heard is entrepreneurs work half days. You can either work the first half or the second half, but you're only working a half a day. You're either working from, from midnight to noon or from noon to midnight, but you're only going to work half days, right? And that's one of the things that is true that a lot of people don't see. They only see the end success and they don't see the people who are ultimately successful never truly stop working, right? Tony Robbins works more in a day than most people do in a week. He never stops. He's he's and that's why he's worth eight billion dollars annually. It's not because he's it's because he's a machine, right? He keeps blowing and going hard as ever and he knows what to do and he's willing to put in the work to get there. You know, Russell Brunson is the same way. Todd Dickerson, the, the two co founders and owners of ClickFunnels, they are hundred percent, you know, all in. They don't stop. They're relentless. They don't, they don't go, oh, man, I really need a break for a month and a half. I'm going to go to Cabo and enjoy life for a month and a half. They never stop. They do a live event, and they're on. 
They're taking care of problems left and right. They have teams running. And I'm not saying they have to do all the work anymore, but they did to begin with. They had to hustle, right? And they had to get going. And so the people who come in and they tell you, if I could do it over again, I'd work less. Well, yeah, because they're already successful. They've already made that success. They've already got there. There's no way they could do what they're doing right now if they haven't set themselves up for success, if they hadn't figured out what success was and they hadn't put in the hustle to get there. And so that's the big thing, you know, that we think about as we move forward is don't just look at the end picture when you're setting yourself up for success. Create the end picture in your mind, create that vision, but that's not what you're after in the end. In the end, you're after the grind to get there. You're after enjoying the ride, enjoying the journey. Because if you don't learn to look out the window once in a while along the journey, it's going to suck. It's going to be nothing but stress the whole way for you. And you're not going to, you're going to wake up at the end of the journey and you're going to go, crap, what happened to my life? Right? So those are the keys to set yourself up for success, in my opinion. And I think that if you set yourself up for success, then you're going to win. But if you set yourself up for failure, you're going to fail. Right? And, and failure is, Learning, number one, it's not truly failure until you give up at it. But what I mean by failing is when you don't get what you want when you want it. All right, or if you give up altogether, then you fail. And so I want to encourage you guys just to think about some of these things and set yourself up for success before you start a journey. Don't go out and just say, yep, I'm going to own a jet tomorrow and go buy yourself a $20 million jet on credit you don't have. Okay. Set yourself up for success. Get yourself going, right? Make sure you got enough fuel for the trip. Make sure you're prepared. Make sure you got the right guide, the right teacher to help you get there. Make sure that you've got small, actionable steps that you can take to get there so you're not staring at this big, huge, daunting task and not ever getting it done, right? Sweet, guys. That's it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. hope you learned a lot. And uh, if you did like it, give us a five-star review love to have that from you and uh, take a screenshot share this on social media instagram at the real dan greer look me up dan greer daniel greer and, uh, facebook it's uh daniel greer as well there's a couple of us out there so make sure you find my ugly mug on there and get that and tag me in it and i uh, hope you guys have a great day chat soon